welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the show where we, I mean, we did break down all the movies up until Infinity War, and yes, guys, we were he, we are here. Infinity War happened, uh, so we are here to talk about that movie. Obviously, uh, I should have written down what I was going to say in this intro beforehand because I can't use the old one. <laughs> anyway, uh, I am joined by my co-hosts. As always, Anthony Canton the third, and Jerome Chang. Guys, how are you doing? Uh, trying to recover. Trying to recover and find therapy in this podcast. Uh, it's weird on the other side of this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. And because this is such a big thing, we have a long panel of guests that we've heard in the past to come on to talk about it. We have uh, all the way the, uh, from the other side of the world, the Bahrain night train, Will Brown. Will, how you doing? I'm good, man. I'm making it out here. Uh huh. Obviously, the, the queen of takes. Neat. How you doing? Um, doing great, actually. Feeling real good after that ending. Uh, and mm. the uh, a man who I watched the movie with in theaters, waiting for that end credit scene. McKay Geller, how you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm doing great. I'm still recovering, like the rest of you, but doing pretty well. And here, Happy to, to, here. to provide a a take is you know him from Sports Illustrated, from CBS Sports Radio. He has actually done a lot of great content on Twitter and the rest of the internet for Infinity War recently. Robin Lundberg. Robin, how are you doing? I am doing well. I, I wish I was um, in line to see the, the second part, which I believe will be called Infinity Gauntlet right now, because that's how you feel after seeing the movie, right? All right, I got to mm-hmm. see the next one, write the second plea. Exactly. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now... Uh, we're going to break down the movie further, but I know, Robin, you got to bounce. So I just want to – I'm just going to clear the area. Uh, you can have an isolation. I want to hear your take. What is? What was your reaction to it uh, as someone who's, like, so publicly a big Marvel, you know, cinematic guy? Yeah, my reaction to it – I mean, I think the only reaction anybody can sort of have afterwards if you're really into it is just, like – whoa <laughs> you know like holy you know what I, I my mouth you know you hear like expressions uh you know my my jaw hit the floor or whatever my mouth was probably actually open for about the last 10 minutes of the the, the movie mm-hmm. and i was laughing in the the hallway afterward about how much i needed to see the next one as i'm starting to formulate my theories on exactly how it was going to go uh, go down right and there are Am I allowed to talk about the specifics now, I guess? Yes, ab- we, yeah. we know the yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, yes. All right, so there's, there's like some moments in that movie that are just like, whoa. And, you know, the, the Gamora death is obviously one of them. Thor, mm-hmm. I think, stole the show, and he's become a huge yeah. star. And when he came mm-hmm. back with whatever his new hammer's called, like Stormbreaker or whatever it's called, you know, when he came back with that, but the Spider-Man? Yes. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Are you serious? Like that's, that's where it gets you, like right in your your feels. And the fact that, and I get it because it's the Infinity Gauntlet. I understand, like, no chance Spider Man and Black Panther don't come back, right? Yeah. But those were the guys that you expected to be safest. Yeah. After this, right. This, this yeah. Movie. And they they sort of flipped that because all of the old heads remain. So there's a part of me that wonders, all right, are they going to reverse it? in the next movie and bring back everybody that disappeared uh, and, and disappear everybody that, that didn't. And there, there's just all these various theories because there's things that happen in that movie that, that make you say, all right, who are the key players? Doctor Strange is obviously a key player in how mm-hmm. this gets resolved. Uh, Iron Man is obviously a key player 
and how this gets resolved. Uh, Miss Marvel post credit scenes, obviously a key player in how this gets resolved. And I think they set the Hulk up for a hero moment in the second one. He has to have yeah. a hero moment after yeah. being afraid to, to come out the whole movie. I mean, if there were any drawbacks, I guess you would say, like, it might take you a second to get in. Even as excited as I was, I guess it took me a second to get in, settle that it was real. And if somebody doesn't have the emotional attachment, I could understand how it isn't their favorite. But it's a, it's a crescendo, right? As it mm -hmm. just kept building and building and building. And I, I like the way they, they set up Thanos' ideology about midway through so that it's cool he's not just out to kill them, right? Like, it's not like I'm here to kill the Avengers. He doesn't even care about that. Mm -hmm. he, he just has this... There's a cool difference to it. Yeah, this, thing, this set of beliefs that he's executing. And it really was a mega comic book crossover brought to the screen and it couldn't have been successful without everything that came before it because mm -hmm. everything that came before it allowed you to have the uh, emotional in investment in the characters so that you were you were in it as everything happened as you're going from scene to scene spot to spot and just when i'm thinking about it as half a movie like as one movie it left like this imprint where you're like holy you know and as half of a movie you could be talking about one of the most epic things ever pulled off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> that that I mean, it up pretty nicely. <laughs> yeah. That, wow. That, that was great. Um, that's why I do this for a living, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that uh, you made me think about something I thought last night that I don't know if I can think of a movie that had a higher degree of difficulty to pull off directing and writing-wise than this. And the fact that, like, the fact that if this movie was, like, a 6 out of 10, it would be an unbelievable achievement. And, like, I don't know. I, I still am formulating what I would, like, rank this movie as. But, like, it definitely is a very good movie. And to have as many yeah. balls mm -hmm. in the air as it does to be still be a really good, fun, interesting, entertaining movie is honestly unbelievable. Like, I, I really was, like, I had much lower expectations. My expectations mm -hmm. were blown out, blown away, to be honest with you. Is it even possible to come up? to a full decision on this movie without the second part yes it is okay because yeah. i i just i, I just have know. this feeling of like i i was telling anthony uh earlier before we started recording but how do i tell if a joke is funny without the punchline like i i feel like the setup is there but like no anyway oh, or like that, that i might look at this differently after seeing it i don't know no, anyway, think about notes. it. Because they've been leading up to like somebody winning. We've talked about this all the time. Like nobody, mm -hmm. Avengers always win, but like there had to be that satisfaction of the villain. Not satisfaction, because let's be real, none of us are, are like that right. kind of dope about yeah. how that ends. But like, but like kind of closure, I guess. Is that a way? You... That had to be the punchline. Well, you know what it mm. did? It gave you the stakes, right? And it really, you know, I think no matter what, you will always remember the impact that movie had on you, the way you felt when it was over. Mm -hmm. And what it mm -hmm. did was it, it took, you know, everyone's like, who's going to die? Oh, they got to kill somebody. Now yeah. you're rooting for everybody to come back. Yeah. Please be happy. Yeah. <laughs> be formulaic, right? And yeah. Robin, do you think they bring everyone back or only the ones that disappeared at the very end. So, like, Vision, Gamora wouldn't count in there. Uh, Loki wouldn't come back. Yeah, I, I would count those as real deaths. I mean, anybody yeah. could come back. It's the Infinity Gauntlet, right? That's part of the deal. And you got Doctor Strange right. involved. But, no, it, it felt like Loki, Gamora, and uh, 
Vision were real deaths, and the other right. ones are all dead. Will Vision come back Definitely. as another Vision, though? Did Shuri accident? Did she successfully do something in that lab? I think so. I, I think she had to do something. Yeah, because like yeah. she otherwise she did absolutely nothing in that film. Yeah, like, they she had to have accomplished wasted, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. they would have wasted yeah, like fair. fifteen and, minutes of airtime, which Marvel wouldn't do. And I think right. that something that I was thinking about as I was leaving is that. Like, because obviously you could feel cheated by the fact that, oh, the all these characters died, but, like, they really didn't die, so it doesn't really have a big emotional impact. But I think a way that the scene where Spider-Man was dying, the way that it was told... Oh, my oh, God. The Spider-Man line that hurt me. Gut-wrenched. Yeah. That hurt and, me. But the reason... I think the reason why it still is a gut punch, even though you know that... He, he's probably going to come back. It's that, because the, the reason it's sad is not because Spider-Man's dying. It's because you're put in the shoes of Tony Stark. Because even if Spider-Man yes. comes back, Tony Stark still had to experience that. That still was real to him. Yeah. That, and, and like, I, that line in Homecoming where he's like, that's on me. Yeah. I see it from Peter Parker's side, though, too. I mean, it's not just that you feel Tony Stark. He's a kid, man. I got yeah. to get all my, my son. Just yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Type, of, that like, type of experience. That's yeah. a kid. I don't want to die. And imagine, yeah. like, a, a kid. Yeah. 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 15 years old and he's feeling that and like he, he hasn't been afraid of he hasn't been afraid of anything right that right. this mm-hmm. character's just been swashbuckling go doing it and then all of a sudden it, it's real and he doesn't even have time to react and the only thing he can say is you know like no i i don't want this to happen and he's gone i feel like the other death that was really impactful in that in that like series was black panthers because it mm-hmm. like up until black panthers it had all been people were like okay these aren't like mainstay characters and then they kill black panther and you're like oh my god and it was yeah. so shocking when it yeah. happened because he was like yeah. mid-air and it came out Theater of nowhere fucking lost it yeah we all yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, no you heard an audible gasp from spider-man's death i actually was sad with all the deaths until spider-man died and i was like nah because black panther you could make the case that he's no longer the black panther Right, like in the next Black Panther movie, you could make the mm-hmm. case that like his sister takes on that role. Mm-hmm. With Spider-Man, you can't. Like that's how you know they all come back. So I'm well, like, I've been. Well, you know, they're you, know, the you could make the Miles Morales. Okay, but they're not making a Miles Morales Spider-Man solo movie. But also, they really can't continue the MCU from the place of half of the people in the universe are dead because then like there's no stakes. Yes. What? <laughs> They're bringing on all of these new characters. They're bringing on Captain no, Marvel. No, no, I don't Adam mean. Marvel. I don't mean. I think that's enough. No, I mean. I mean, the, the half the civilians in the universe are dead. Like, there's no. Then there could be right. no stakes in any movie going on. It's like, oh no, Doctor So and So is trying to destroy New York. Okay, big deal. Half the people in the world are already dead. Who, you know? So I. Yeah. They, I, yeah that's I, a fair point. Like, I wouldn't yeah. really want to watch a movie. Because it also, yeah, that would just kind of be like so sad. Every movie, it's like, well, uh, the whole world's destroyed because. Like a bunch of cars crashed because their drivers disappeared, and yeah, I, 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 I don't think, like, I think I was, I was saying this in Twitter. I don't think, like, I think there was some effort put into it, but I really don't think the Rooster Brothers tried that hard to make you believe it was permanent because, like, they mm-hmm. know that you know that there's nowhere you could go from here. Like, it can't. Well, right. yo, dropped in so much, like, with Doctor Strange saying this is the end game. Yeah, this is the end he, game, right? Yeah, he wanted Thanos had to win for them to eventually win. Yeah. So like. They yeah. they wouldn't do that to us, I don't think, to, like, fans in general, but you're right. Well, I, I did like the dark theory that I mentioned when we were talking earlier about... No. <laughs> you don't want that theory? <laughs> don't fuck us up. Hey, that hey guys, I, I gotta go. I'm getting right. into dust right now. Thank you so much, Robin. Thank you Thanks, so much, Robin. Robin. Appreciate it. Yeah.
Thanks for jumping uh, on, seriously. Yeah. Hella fucked up, but go. Okay, so the dark theory is because Doctor Strange has seen all the possible outcomes and knows one where it succeeds. He's kind of a wild card. We don't really know where he stands, and he does have that moment at the beginning where he's just like, if you two die, like I will not hesitate to let that happen in favor of the universe. Is the option that he sees that works out for them the one that like agrees with Thanos? And so that's why he willingly just gives in. I obviously it's not, but like there's a part of you that was like that would I mean, be really messed up and what a crazy move if they went that way. Definitely not because like no. I don't because like the beginning sets it up as less I feel like the beginning sets it up less as he cares about the universe and more that he cares about his oath to protect the time stone. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I think it's that. more yeah. about the time stone than it is about the universe, and because mm-hmm. he doesn't care about anybody other than like his obligations, right. um, which is what I think. Like, which is why I, I don't. I think guess that I took, like the protection of the time stone is part of the larger thing to protect the realm. So yeah. Whatever it is. So like not necessarily Sorry. that is specific like, to the time stone. Yeah. You could reach into that dark theory of like he saw he yeah he wanted to protect the universe and like he was like well fuck that shit let him snap <laughs> yeah. his like things are actually prosperous after the fact. Like yeah, and we be so Robin mentioned this in terms of like he actually had, um, and sorry, I don't know what the next category is, but Robin mentioned the fact that this was the mm. first villain that they kind of gave him like a we're just free flowing now. Very realistic why he's yeah. doing, he's doing. Mm-hmm. and it was nice because it wasn't some like crazy tragedy of oh everyone I knew died. It was more like I was fucked up from the beginning. I said from the beginning, let's kill off half of our population. Right, yeah. like his yeah. own population, and then he had evidence that by not doing that, everyone died. So he was like, you can even say that it wasn't he wasn't doing it based on emotion at all in the first place. He was kind of like, there's no emotion. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no I think I think there was emotion. Besides though. Gamora, I know I think there yeah, was there though. Is, there is as far as Gamora is concerned, I, and. I, and Otherwise, I think the one thing that you could appreciate about Thanos in this movie is is just his cool demeanor in the sense that I'm going to do this mission and I'm mm-hmm. set out on it. And regardless, fuck everybody, I'm getting this done. So but, it's like even when he talks yeah. about his his adopted children at the end, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they all serve their purpose. And yeah. it was hard for him with Gamora. But his his arc throughout the movie of just handling business so mm-hmm. coolly was so dope to see because it's that much more chilling to see a character take take a, his space up like that. And he was mm-hmm. basically the protagonist of the film. But to I be did, fair, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sh- I'm not sure how I feel though about him thinking he's justified. I think it was something we mentioned in the pre-pod that we yeah. want him to just be evil and he's not. There was, he yeah. thinks he's doing what he thinks also, is right. I, and I, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. I haven't s- sat with it long enough to really make up my mind, but it is something that I'm like kind of confused on. I, but he I'm was, on the fence. Okay. That I like. That's the whole point is that he started as evil. He wasn't like... But he didn't like start evil, as evil. No, it was evil with justification because again, he said, I want to kill off half my population by random. That means that he knew that he was putting all of his family at risk, himself at risk. He was kind of just like, this yes. is just what makes sense mathematically type of mm-hmm. shit. Like, right. yeah. resources yes. are trying to do this. And then he got the proof that he needed, which is why he was like, well, now I'm going to do it for the rest of the universe because I was right. But not like, I lost my family. I'm sad. I was right. Nick, it's pure needs, analytic. needs it's quick producing. Yeah. Get closer to your yes. microphone or like make the volume up higher. Um uh, but anyway, that, I think that I think that's actually wrong though to say he he has no emotion behind it because I think if he didn't see the his planet go to waste, 
after yeah. he didn't do it. I don't think mm-hmm. he'd want to do it for the rest of the universe. Like, um, That's true. Uh, also, just because I saw it recently, the not-that-good Tom Hanks movie Inferno has the exact same plot, but for Earth. So, um, <laughs> where someone's trying to kill half the population of Earth to save it. Um, but yeah, it's de- it's definitely an interesting, um, an interesting gambit, just because it's so... I, I like what someone mentioned earlier, that it's, he has, the Avengers just so happen to be in his way, he doesn't care at all about the Avengers. Um... Or right. the Avengers, or the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, good old Avengers. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's all said in that speech to Tony Stark, where he just says he respects him, you know? Like, there's no personal vendetta. He, he sees him as a worthy adversary, but he's just in his way. That one was a gut punch to me, man. It wasn't like, it? Man, Holy yeah. shit. Can I, I, can I pitch a like, quick category right now? Go for it. Biggest gut punch. Neats, what's your biggest gut punch? When he said, I hope they remember you to Tony, because I was like, in my mind, and listen, guys, I'm not that emotional, as we can maybe tell. <laughs> and I was like, when he said that, I was like, I'll remember you, Tony. Like, damn, man. Like, I mean, he was the OG. And I really thought from when the call with Miss Potts got cut off, I was like, yeah. That's when I was sure, like, if he's not dying, he's not coming back to Earth either. So as soon as he said, I hope they remember you, I was like, he started it and he's ending it and then he didn't die so that kind of killed it but like you know that was a nice nod to uh when he tried calling pepper at yeah. the end of avengers before he threw the uh nuke mm-hmm. into space and he Rocket couldn't nod, yeah so uh will shit. brown what was your biggest gut punch uh my my biggest gut punch was uh probably that first no from the hulk because at first you know, you, you think it's kind of a glitch, you know, right there in the beginning. Like, okay, he can't pull out the Hulk right now, but sh- surely he's showing up later. And when you get that first no from the Hulk, you're just like, oh, shit. Well, that yeah. part, we talked about it on the pre-pod. Nitz was saying the Hulk has to die. I think they figured out an alternative that's just as impactful. He beats mm-hmm. the Hulk out of him. He yes. beats the Hulk so badly that he doesn't even want to come back anymore. I don't like maybe you death would be, still be more impactful, but like, and this is like maybe a cop out for it, but like he messes him up. It was a badly. fascinating way to attack that that subject. Um, yeah. Also, was, wait, there's there's a shot in the trailer of the Hulk running with Bucky. Yes, and, like, I think yes. that's from what? Avengers Four. You guys, I think there's two clips in the trailer that's from Avengers Four. They filmed it right around the same time, and if you go into the trailer, you see Tony still on Titan, holding someone's hand, crying. And well, I that think that's just the ashes. That, that, that yeah. is, that's the Peter. That, was, that shot was in the movie. Yeah. I didn't really, dude. Okay, so listen. I think it was. The I think it was. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. There were people in the theater, literally the entire last ten minutes, like teenagers yelling and screaming and laughing and phones going off in the last ten uh. minutes type of shit. So I did miss some bits so thank you for that didn't know that oh um, i let me let me let me add this nits like uh oh uh, like the shout out to my theater downtown brooklyn i actually was gonna um, i was gonna do a I, separate I, category about your theater experience so table right. that if you don't mind um okay sure. no problem yeah, that's we can go the next category we do but uh anthony well, what was your biggest gut punch um clearly to me and i thought about it because at first it was tony and what was happening with Thanos, but the spider-man uh spider-man into tony's arms Mm-hmm. Saying I don't want to go, 
That yeah. one hurt me. I almost came to tears. I got to admit mm-hmm. it. <laughs> that hurt me, man. That uh, one really hurt. Drum. Okay, so I want to rename this film to Avengers Age of Misery because yep. <laughs> what happens to all these characters, if you look at like what they've gone through already, Thor sees his brother die, he sees his brother die again. Captain America sees Bucky, thinks he loses him forever, just finds him back for the first time, fully healed, remembers him, sees him disintegrate right before his eyes. All of Wakanda saw their leader die brought back to life, and then it disintegrated again. Rocket Raccoon loses another Groot. And he says it like in such a small way of just not again, because he knows what it's like to lose that. He says it to Thor. He has that feeling. And he still has to watch it again. Vision dies twice in 10 minutes. He gets obliterated (laughs) by the person he loves the most, gets brought back to life, only to have his head crushed. And then, of course, that's on me. That's on Tony Stark. That's how he feels in that moment. I, you all know how much I love Spider-Man in this. And even though we are all in this kind of space of like all this can be undone, yeah, this fucked me up bad. You know, it still hit. happened though. Like that's the thing. It can be undone, but it still yes. happened. Still happened. Yeah, and I think uh, there'll yeah. be an effect of yeah. that. McKay. Yeah, I, it's it's a tough it's a tough call. The Spider-Man one is like so heart wrenching. I actually thought the Guardians one didn't really affect me at all for some reason. I was just like, oh, bye guys. But <laughs> Spider Man was like, oh, oh, nice. fuck. Like, wow. <laughs> and, then, and then seeing Tony all alone on that planet was like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> he yeah. Had no way to get yeah. home. He's just completely alone. Everyone he's ever cared about is probably dead. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Uh, my biggest gut punch, just because it was like so obvious, like, I'm at the when Scarlet Witch destroyed the Mind Stone, and you're like, "Oh my God, they might actually win!" And just mm-hmm. how little Thanos cares. He just once you see yeah. him do the time, oh. it's like, "Oh my God!" Mm-hmm. Like you have that moment <laughs> of hope, and it's just no sir. Because I, I mean, I thought that Vision was great in this movie, and so it just it hurt yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, to have to see that, but yeah, let's talk about theater experiences. Uh, Jake, two yeah. things about Go. that since you mentioned Vision. Sure. First, uh, can we? Can, can we all say Vision and Scarlet Witch were bumping mystics this whole time? Like, absolutely. I think we might have confirmed it. We, we, yes. we, we, I will absolutely never say bumping mystics. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All um, about that, they were like, <laughs> boning in Scotland. They were not bumping mystics. That's it. I apologize. <laughs> um, okay. But also, just the point about Thanos feeling everything is so irrelevant. My other title name, Avengers, fuck out of here. Yeah, like, can't do shit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Oh, no, the very end, they threw like what every Avenger at him in a line, and just mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so good. Oh my god. I, I mean, the thing is, Thanos shows up and is never instigating the violence. No, he no. shows up and he and, and he's asking, "Hey, let me get those stones. Let yeah. me get those stones." Yeah. And, and you can be you in know, my way, or you. <laughs> And that's it. Yeah. Everybody just keep jumping after him. He doesn't want to hurt anybody. He just okay, wants everybody right. to have the same chance to win. Well, the Gamora he, thing. He, he, he was an action. Gamora was an action. Well, yeah. Well, he could have killed Gamora. He had to do for the Soul Stone. He could have killed Tony, but he was like, Nah, I just want the stone. Mm-hmm. Right? He could have killed Nebula, but he just wanted to be taken to the Soul Stone by Gamora. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't like yeah. recklessly killing anyone. Yeah. Um. I mean, except the people on Thor's ship. 
Sure. Oh yeah. yeah. We just completely <laughs> slaughters. But again, for the stone. Well, we yeah, we don't know if he was slaughtering all of them until he until they gave it up. We don't I mean, know. it also yeah. they also mentioned something about him destroying Xandar, which might again be the same instance, but like he might have taken it a bit too far. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't know, but I agree. I think that's an interesting like facet of his character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So theater experiences. I just want to get one. I got a text message, uh, from my friend who uh, uh, this is slightly problematic, but he did say he watched it at a theater in Harlem, and he said that they were very 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 distraught when Black Panther died. Um. Understandably so. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean. Uh. But yeah. yeah. McKay and I's theater was great. There were literally people. Full on hyperventilating, weeping at the end. Um, <laughs> oh man! But like, I felt like being on a sitcom set. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like when characters came in, or like there was moments of like unity. They just were just applause. Like probably twenty different times in the movie, yeah. people started cheering. Yeah. Um, I remember during the people were cheering like every introduction, and when Don Cheadle first came on screen, I started to clap, and no one else did. And I'm like, no, I'm gonna clap a little bit. <laughs> Cause don't. <laughs> oh, man. That man puts in work. So, what are some of yeah. your guys' mo- moments that you're like, I'm really glad I'm seeing this on opening night in a theater? Uh, oh, the well, I'll go. For, I'll, uh, let me just go in quick first. Um, what was really cool was everybody's reaction to the Red Skull because everybody Yo. was like, "Holy Yo. shit!" What? Yeah, if yeah, you put I, a gun to my head before crazy. watching it and said. Jake, what would be the craziest character to come back? Actually, I can give a story about that. I saw someone on Twitter spoiled that for me. Mentioned like oh, said no. that Red oh. Skull. No, no, listen, listen, listen. Someone yeah. I saw a tweet just I like think it was like someone like resp- I was in like response to a tweet or whatever saying that Red Skull came back, and I thought it was a joke, like a fake spoiler. <laughs> that was in response to my. Tweet. I know it was. Some asshole. Yeah. I'm gonna go find them. They were like, Red Skull comes back. And I'm like, I didn't think that was true. I was like, if it is, I'm gonna find you. Yeah, I right. thought that was a joke. <laughs> I, I seriously did. I'm like, Red, that's like, because if you had to pick the most obscure character, it'd be like him or like the doctor from Incredible Hulk. Like, those, like, who the hell, you know? So that was wild uh, that mm-hmm. they brought Red Skull back. But it also, like, it makes sense because he did, he went somewhere. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I cut you off, yeah. Anthony. Yeah, um, shout out to the Alamo Draft House Cinema downtown Brooklyn. Um, it was great. The half hour before the movie started, um, they were the the thing that they were showing on the screen. They were doing the joke of uh, most uh, ambitious uh, crossover ever is Infinity <laughs> War, and then they'll show like all these old clips of um, uh, like uh, what you call it, uh, Mister Rogers with uh, Sesame Street and stuff like that. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. And thank God that the like the person in charge of the theater came to the front and was like everybody like if we cat if we hear phones go off if we see people texting, just have somebody send a notice out and we'll get them the fuck up out of here. So I was like, so nice. that so that was dope. So everybody was quiet, everybody was cool, and then throughout the movie, so many different reactions, crazy stuff. Everybody was so stunned at the end, everybody disintegrating and shit. So like I was the same way. I was just an emotional wreck after it. So like um yeah it was a dope theater experience I I I can't uh put put it into words enough how awesome it was. Uh, 
I just remember when the movie started uh, as the Marvel logo was showing, everyone started clapping and hooting and hollering. Yep. And me being on my high horse, I was just like, relax, guys. But then Spider-Man showed up for the first time and I screamed. So I'm like, who am I? Who am I? Who am I really? <laughs> when they showed Bucky for the first time, I may or may not have people were cheering. I may or may not have given ironic wolf whistle. Anyway, uh, McKay, <laughs> there was an there was a, a take that we overheard that you said you wanted to share, and I loved it very much. So I want you to okay. And it kind of hurt me to my core, but Baby Groot is just minions, which is a great oh, take. No, <laughs> this is such a good take. Oh, oh wow. this thing, I don't agree with it. <laughs> But as a level of a take, I respect it. It's a it's, hot take. It's 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 like if you want to hurt someone with a take, like that's a good one to get through. Even if you just like, it just has to make you think about it, whether you agree or not. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you think yeah. about minions, which is I think a like surefire quality of any good take. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Will, what was the experience watching it in uh, Bahrain like? Because I have no earthly idea what movie theaters like are like in Bahrain. Um, I mean, it, it was pretty good, you know. It's it's probably, I mean, it's just as many Marvel fans out here. Mm-hmm. You got all of the gasps and all of that good stuff. I was I was talking earlier, and and I had uh, grown men, you know, saying, "Oh no, not him!" When Spider Man dies, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and then at the end, for some reason, you know, everybody stays. I was like, okay, uh-huh. everybody knows what's going on in credits, and one guy did a a full on. Mario jump fists in the air when when, <laughs> when 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 he sees the pager go off. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody's man. looking at him like, okay, all right. He, he was really into. It. He was like, yes. Everybody's looking at him while he's in standing up. Oh yeah, we all cheered up. when we saw the Captain Marvel mm-hmm. logo. We all cheered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then a guy well, turned I... to us and was like, "What is that exactly?" Well, no. For the record, <laughs> for the record, he was very nice about it, well, and he what... also had a Russian accent, so it's. I don't know, like, was it exactly that happened? And I explained it to him very nicely, so. Um, I wasn't trying to make fun of him. I just wanted to oh. point out, like. Right. right. I also just wanted to do the accent, so that's why the only reason I corrected you. You love throwing in a Russian accent every time. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. This thing, guys. I, I don't know anything about, I don't really know anything about the comics. I don't have a ton mm-hmm. actually to say about the movies. I just try to say stuff that's funny enough where when I'm editing it, I'm like, hey, that was a funny thing I said there. That, um, there <laughs> um, to Nitz's point earlier when I asked about whether you can uh, look at this as an independent movie, one way where I do see it is at that end credit scene, it felt so much like the reverse of the first Avengers mm-hmm. where there's this new character that gets introduced. Not a lot of people necessarily know it unless they go deep into it. That's the way I felt about Thanos. Except the difference here is where he was representing this looming doom. This is hope. This is the this is like a new era that might be like brought in through Captain Marvel, which I'm right. pretty excited to see. Well, that being said, then the last four phases being about that destruction, and you're right. Mm-hmm. The phases are really about like I don't think I don't know maybe if we even get a resolution to this in Avengers Four. Mm. That's right? interesting. Like what? Yeah. If- what if the following phases are about because Thanos is the ultimate so like right. coming up with a brand new villain for us to like attack in the coming films mm-hmm. feels disingenuous to me so what yeah. if now we're just trying to build it's called an infinity war yeah build it back- would make sense to last more than two movies uh, yeah that's true it's possible you never know what they may, they may be planning in terms of those types of things I yeah. just 
I just think like some of the individual stories going forward are going to be very interesting. Like assuming that obviously Spider-Man and Black Panther come back, I think there's going to be cushions, especially for Spider-Man. I think Robin alluded to it earlier of him just being a kid and going through a death experience yeah. and having to come back from that. And allegedly Avengers, uh, not Avengers for uh, the second, the next Spider-Man movie takes place seconds after Avengers four ends. So from but that, that comes sta- way at, like that comes after oh wait after Avengers four you said yeah it's the next right, movie sorry, following yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think yeah, it's yeah. July yeah July of 2019 um, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. the next Spider Man comes out so that is going to be really interesting to follow and how they try and wrap up a lot of um, uh, plots in the next movie because they're they're viewing this uh, Avengers four as being a finale of sorts and the fact that the Russo brothers have already stated that they feel like Avengers four is going to be bigger than this one. In mm-hmm. terms of time and um, what else that they have to do to kind of either reset things or send them off into a new direction, it's going to be really interesting to see how they pull all that during what they did here. Yeah, I also don't think we can fully speculate on what's going to happen in Avengers Four until we see Captain Marvel, because we that can like true. go yeah. off the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we know, generally, yeah, exactly. it's going to be. Captain Marvel's going to do something in the past to stop Thanos from ever having done what he did, right? Like, that's a general... But how that happens, I mean... It might not... I I was thinking more about it, Jake. It might not be in the past, actually. That's true. Like, it might be... She might... He might have sent her a page in the present for her to come help now and do something. Like, I'm still... There'll still be some sort of time travel, obviously, but it might not have been a message he sent back into 1990. That's true. Okay, that's fair. I think that's a more complicated answer. Well, are we assuming that she's in space or on Earth right now? I'm assuming that she's in space. space. Yeah. 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 You got space? Definitely. Ages reach space. I mean, that (laughs) one does. (laughs) That one does. Okay. It either reaches space or back in time, so... Right, fair. Yeah, it's also an interesting idea just because... uh, I forgot where I read it from but they're just like now they're calling captain marvel so i think it could just be a thing of like she's just that powerful yeah and i also i also yeah they call her every other time they were right right well i think part of it too is like i i was i was reading a bit about her comics and like part of it is that she's kind of a like universe guardian like she's not like a earth that's that's why he didn't call her before because she didn't need her but like this is such a big thing. They need her. Mm-hmm, like they have mm-hmm. nothing else to turn to. Yeah, and well, I also wouldn't be surprised. Oh, sorry. I also wouldn't be surprised if um, if if the the end of Ant Man and the Wasp um will be kind of also like a direct lead in because I think Ant Man's gonna play a part in uh, trying to solve this problem, especially mm-hmm. with the quant the quantum realm of uh, being a part of this whole universe and. Uh, and the multiverse, and I think the, all of that stuff is going to come into play. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, and I also think that, I, I think that from what I brief stuff I read about the comics, that Captain Marvel also has a specific like I don't want to say relationship to Thanos, but like is interconnected, like often fi- like you know has stuff to do with uh, him and yada yada yada. And I think that yeah. the way that the way that, that that Sam Jackson played the end bit. It seemed like he knew exactly what was happening. Like, oh, this is it. This is when. Like, it didn't right. seem like he was just like, because if 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 it was just like people in like whatever city they're in disappearing, I don't think he'd call Captain Marvel. But it it seemed he was like, oh, this is what we were afraid of. This is when half the universe dies. Now I call Captain Marvel. So like, did uh, Tony at the very beginning. Like yeah. they knew this shit was coming for all these movies, and Tony goes, okay, yeah, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for. We're just mm-hmm. like ready. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, how he built out that suit. He clearly was planning to for that fight. Yeah, I mean, that was... I, I get that, like, Tony... Uh, what's his face? Fury definitely knew more. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Like, he probably knew maybe about, like, the end goal and everything that was coming. And I don't know how. I don't really care. It's Nick Fury. He could do whatever he wants. Right. Um, Tony being more like his psyche was so fucked up. So he started building that shit onto his chest. Um, and, like, as we know, mm-hmm. all on everything else. But... Yeah. Uh, also, by the way, the Russian guy sitting next to me did vape a couple times during the movie. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. You guys, I had two phones go off in the movie theater. Wow. That and, sucks. like, I'm zen as all fuck when it comes to, like, most things, but the phone went off and I was like, I'm gonna slap you. This is Avengers Infinity <laughs> War. It's been ten years. Shut your, like, Fergalicious shit up. It was also Mm-mm. bad... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it uh, pretty crazy. Anyway, guys, let's move on to some traditional categories, just to lighten the mood. Um, guys, who was <laughs> who was who was your favorite character in this movie? Who did you enjoy the most? Uh, they're all superheroes, so uh, let's start with Will Brown. Will, what character was your favorite? Like, left the impact with you the most in this movie? So, I mean, I would say Thor, but I think a lot of people are going to say Thor. But, you know, this is kind of off the rails. For some reason, especially the second time around, I focused a lot on Mantis just in the background doing all kinds of crazy nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) What did you notice? I I noticed the whole, all right, we're going to go. They're sneaking up on Thanos, and she's holding. It looks like she's holding an imaginary gun. For some reason, <laughs> uh, when they said put on the game faces, yeah, you know, she, she yeah. she's really trying hard to to muster <laughs> something up, you know. So she 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 you know she she really caught my eye this movie. You mm-hmm. know she had to catch that L in the end, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. You know I'm not gonna be as harsh. I'm not gonna be as harsh as my guy who was like, "Hey, all right, bye." <laughs> <laughs> Will, did you you weren't on the GTO two pod, right? No. Do you like them? No, no. Did, did you like them in that versus how they were portrayed in this? Like you said, like you were more drawn to Mantis in this one, obviously. Well, in in two, you know, they they really focused on Quill mo- most of two. That's the, that's how I felt. All right, this is his dad. His dad's the villain, so let's really focus on him. So again, everybody else was kind of lackluster in the movie. Okay, okay but. I mean, yeah, my take is that everyone was better. Like, the fact that they even made Mantis better in this movie. Yes, exactly. It was a bounce-back performance all around. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Drax. Like, I know it was really harsh on my guy Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. He was so fucking good in this. I know that's not the category, but he was so good. Oh, good. Yeah, Drax was great. (laughs) Nice comeback for him. Uh, For sure. Uh, AC? Listen, man, I would really, really, really love to go with Thor. I really would. I loved what he did in this movie. But I'm going to have to go with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Man, was he so good. From from just just the way that he showed up to help Iron Man out at the beginning when they were going up against the Black Order to him getting the Spidey suit and sneaking on the ship and then... Everything that he did and him in the battle against Thanos really holding his own, 
I was so I was it was so awesome that they they have built this character into this place where he was so brave and so strong. And again, like I said, that the end for him just hurt me in a way that I can't believe that it would actually <laughs> hurt me like that. But it really did. So I'm definitely with with shouts to Thor, but I'm going to go with uh, Peter Parker in this one. Neat. Um, I'm torn between Thor and Doctor Strange. Obviously, like the Thor one is pretty easy. He was really good in this movie. Thor has come a long way from just Google the Infinity Stone Dark World to like Ragnarok and now this. Um, his part where he like landed on it landed in Wakanda and just fucked it oh, up. Oh my god! I only had one complaint Such about that scene. Is I wish they would have brought back immigrant song for Magnarok. Same, I was waiting for that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was so good, and it's like every yo. But I'm gonna go with Doctor Strange because a it made it, everything that I like basically was upset about with Doctor Strange's movie redeemed just by mm-hmm. his mm-hmm. this film, and also the fact that like I keep I just I don't know I keep going back to him being like this was the end game. Um, just being that like little bit of hope for us to know that he knew this is what was coming. So calm down. Everything's going to be fine. Dr. Strange got us. He saw the future type shit. So shout out to both. Okay. Yeah. I'd say, uh, uh, Dr. Strange. I would also put Dr. Strange up there for most improved, like post, uh, in the post season, I guess. That's uh, fair. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. In the yeah. So yeah. Playoff Strange, we're saying playoff Strange. Playoff. Yeah, yeah. Playoff he's, Strange. He's he's a must pick, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously, damn, uh, Tom Holland. Like, he could he could just have no lines in a movie and he'd still be my favorite character. So yeah. Yeah. Jerome. That footloose line, though. Oh, Back. great. It was never... Oh. Yeah, that actually might be my favorite line. Uh, Jerome? Yeah. <laughs> and I already, already said um, so. Oh, yeah, never mind. I didn't. Yeah, yeah all good. Uh, yeah, for sure, everyone knows how much I like Spider-Man. Amazing, but I guess since no one is taking Thor... I like, was going to take, take Thor. Thor. Yeah, let's take Thor together. Okay. Let's take Thor together. So, Ooh, exciting. <laughs> Are you taking the hammer? Okay, anyway, so um, Thor is... <laughs> He's so good in this, and it's so redeemable. It just—it feels like this whole time, give Chris Hemsworth good content, and he will absolutely kill it. And it's—it almost came out of nowhere. You saw it already in Ragnarok, how there actually has been a lot of character buildup for him. I think because the first two movies tend to be very forgettable, but he comes into this more level-headed, a little wiser. I, I think an underrated scene is the moment where he finds out Gamora is Thanos's daughter and he's just like, families can be tough. Yeah, that <laughs> just, was great. It, it's so good. And he he's getting... Chris Hemsworth was approaching, for me, like Robert Downey Jr. levels of just so comfortable with his character. Yeah. And how... Especially in the Guardians of the Galaxy scene, like, all of that stuff there, he's just... He's just running with it. Like almost in the way that it feels like it's improvised. He's so good. And he has, I think, the best hero moment with his Stormbreaker hammer coming in and just mm-hmm. again messing it up. It was like it, it, it legitimately gave me hope, like, oh, they might actually do something here. At at minimum, all those creatures, uh, that army, they were fucked. But yeah, amazing. Uh, Jake, please. Uh, Thor just, I mean, I, Dr. Strange is my number two, just cause, also, let's, I wanna give a shout, quick shout out to Benedict Cumberbatch for getting the accent better. 
Uh, yes. It definitely would. It did not take me out of it this time. But Thor is just like so. He just he has to go through so much, and like like when he's like, well, what if it doesn't work? Like, oh, well, I have nothing else to lose, basically. Just whenever, yeah. whenever like a character gets to that moment in a movie, it's always one. It's super interesting, but it's also like hard to play. And the fact that it's you, you feel from like to have the God of Thunder cry and not, but it not be like a soppy moment. Be like, no, I'm just like I've lost everything, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to do the impossible because the alternative, I still lost everything. So um, how he uses his charm to hide his pain, yeah, is really well done. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I uh, agree. Yeah, uh, but it's, I want to talk, just shout out some other characters that were better. Vision, I think, was really good in this movie. Oh, it was uh, great, yep. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought Scarlet Witch was better in this movie. Um, yeah, yeah, get rid of the accent, it's perfect now. Yeah, uh, and who else? I mean, there's just just a lot the of... The entire part of the Galaxy Squad. Yeah, the Guardians of the yes. Galaxy were great. Um, Every single... Yeah. They were back to, like, they reverted back to Guardians of the Galaxy 1-type charming levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely like an. It was definitely a decrease to Guardians two, and then like a back to equilibrium for for this. Yeah, uh, McKay and Nitz, how did you feel about Loki in this? Love. Yeah, I liked yeah. him a lot. Yeah. yeah. It would have been I... some bullshit if he like flip flopped again. <laughs> like that, I have expected him to just like, I have expected him to actually give it up and then like get killed anyway, and I would have been like, that's so dumb. But like, it was the perfect way to end his arc. With mm-hmm. like him actually being good, it was mm-hmm. very satisfying, and yeah. I think they, I think it was an excellent choice. And yeah. Thanos gets his Vader yeah. moment. I don't want to say yeah. we, all, we, I think we all agreed that Loki was gonna die. Like that was our, our probably like our biggest prediction from the prepod. And yeah. I think that uh, I think something I pointed out, and I'm not just saying it because I pointed it out; it's just because I remember saying it. <laughs> is that the reason you know he's gonna die is because his arc ends the moment he actually is on Thor's side. And right. at the mm-hmm. end of Ragnarok, it seemed like that was the case, and so like he had like he he, he couldn't do anymore. Um, and I thought I thought they handled his death really well. Um, yeah. You gotta wonder if like how how annoyed Tom Hiddleston was though that he still had to do like a ton of press. Where he's like, I did like three days on this movie, and I still have to like <laughs> yeah. I'm still jet lagged for three consecutive weeks and ta- answering the same questions. Oh, how was it? How, that how fun was it? How fun was it hanging out with these guys on set? Oh, you mean the two people I shared scenes with? Um, but yeah. <laughs> oh, and also, also shouts to Heimdall. R.I.P. Bro. Oh R.I.P. Heimdall. Yeah. Killing oh. Idris in the first ten minutes. That was. I I felt his death maybe a little bit more than Loki's, if we're being real though, because you knew yeah. Loki was done. I, I also wonder yeah. if um. I wonder how they're going to handle the other characters on that ship. Because I don't... I imagine they were going to... Br- I thought they'd bring back Valkyrie. Not in this movie, but I can't imagine they'd kill her off because she was such a popular mm-hmm. character. Well, AC, did you say no body, no yeah, death? Yeah, that's, that's my rule. That's a rule. We don't see a body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, we don't see yeah, a body. I'm not, I'm not going to say what character because Neats will get mad at me, but there is a character whose body we did not see. So, bless up. What? You Jay, I'll say I will Cork. actually say We didn't Cork. see Cork. Yeah. Who? We didn't see Cork. We my, didn't see Cork. My son Cork. Cork. Oh, that's the it. best character in the MCU. Yeah, I'm hella concerned about where Cork went. I'm not <laughs> I'm, concerned. Neats, I'm speaking for myself. Okay, I'm living my truth, and you're the one who's getting in the way of it. You come out of that movie, you see Peter Parker die, no. and you go, well, you know what? At least we didn't see a Cork. No, but if we're talking about <laughs> if we're talking about not seeing the bodies on that ship, there. Was, at first, my first thought actually was Valkyrie because I'm 
I wouldn't be surprised if they killed off Korg, but I'd be surprised if they killed off Valkyrie. And then I thought, I'm like, okay, who else was on that ship? Anyway, um... I feel like Korg might be made from the rocks of a dying star, in which case might be able to survive quite a bit. That, that, I actually like that idea. Um, but speaking of revisiting the, the pod we did, we did a thing where we picked our starting fives to go up against, uh, Thanos. Um, I didn't write them down, but I hope everyone remembers, excuse me, remembers theirs. I remember mine, and I'm gonna, I, we're gonna evaluate how they did. Um, I actually thought mine did well in terms of, like, how they performed in the movie, even though some of them died. I had, um, mm-hmm. Vision, uh, Scarlet Witch, who I think I was right in predicting that Scarlet Witch would, like, how her power She's would uber like, powerful in this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hulk, which kind of was a disappointment. Uh, Doctor All DMP Strange. rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange, who showed out as well. And who else did I have? Yeah. Oh, crap. I thought I, I thought I remembered who I had. Um... Give me one second. I think I had like people who could. I don't remember. I I I think they died too. Probably just knowing my luck. I might have had Iron Man. I don't think I had Iron Man though. Uh, but yeah. So. I, yeah, Anthony. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go ahead. Um, obviously, Doctor Strange acquitted himself well. Um, the Hulk. That that's just funny. DMP rest. Um, uh, <laughs> th- obviously Thor. Oh yeah, I had Thor. I had Thor too. His. Ed- his his entrance into Wakanda was so awesome. That was another mark out moment uh, with uh, Rocket and Groot. Um, Captain America. It, it didn't seem like he was in this movie a lot. But, you know, he had some. He had some at least a couple of decent moments. Especially, it's it was cool to see that that shot in full of him going against Thanos. And Thanos like looking at him like, "Yo, what the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> and, <laughs> that was cool. And then Iron Man, who clearly like to Jerome's point, had been planning for this battle forever. And his suit is so incredible. Like, when he fought Thanos by himself at the end, and Amazing. Thanos was knocking off his helmet, and it just kept coming back on, and his, uh, and the, the nano kept, kept re- his gauntlet? Yeah, and it kept replacing, and it's just like, yo, he, re- Iron Man really, and Tony really fought to, like, the bitter, bitter, bitter end. And what you call it, that was pretty dope, so I thought he acquitted himself uh, as well. So, yeah, I think all five... Maybe besides Hulk and his uh and his ass getting kicked at the beginning, um, everybody acquitted themselves well. I love how you gave him a DNP rest. It was more like DNP scared of shit, dude. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he really. I mean, the Kawhi Leonard is he the Kawhi Leonard of this one? Is that... Oh, no, no, yes, no. yes, oh. yes. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Hulk is Hulk is with his people in New York. He, he is. Well, he was. He was sent back to New York actually. Um, so yeah, Hulk's resting in the sanctum. Uh, Thor, abs- I had Hulk, uh, I had Thor, absolutely killed it. Thor, for me, was the big hero in it. Uh, Vision, Vision had a hard time with it. He got stabbed early on and he struggled to get back into the game. Yeah. Uh, Strange, um, <laughs> we talked about the, uh, Thor hero moment when Strange just splits up into, like, a million Stranges. Oh yeah. That was a ridiculous ridiculous moment yeah dr strange like, is definitely uh, a top five most powerful avenger after this movie like he's yeah. crazy yeah um, yeah it, it, it's one of those things where it's just oh he's been studying like he 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 was he's very iron man-esque in that instead of tech just with magic he seems to be a step ahead of everyone and that's mm-hmm. really cool uh, and then Iron Man, yeah, we Anthony hit all the points. Uh, his suit is ridiculous, and it's it's actually a really interesting idea for me in it, where 
I'll be honest, the children of Thanos were very forgettable for me outside of like what power that they had. But it was kind of in a way where all our heroes are already strong enough that these aren't these are stepping stones, but mm-hmm. like they can handle them. That's mm-hmm. not a problem. Thanos is the problem. Um, but yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyone else want to evaluate the performance of their starting yeah. five? I want to hear Will. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, I can't totally remember who I picked, but like definitely had Doctor Strange. You guys already ran through all the good points. He was great. Um, Thor, badass, strongest Avenger outside of the Hulk. Hulk didn't, I mean, Hulk didn't show up. <laughs> Vision, I was most disappointed by. That's the last one I really remember picking. Mm-hmm. It's like you said, he got stabbed and then he struggled for the rest of the movie, which is like high key pathetic. But right. <laughs> kind of think about it and you're like, well, yeah, he's not like the he's not the power stone. He's the mind stone. Right. Right. So his yeah. whole thing is that he can think really hard, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But like, eh. so that one was the most disappointing to me. I hope that he would have more of like a role within this. I know that it wasn't that wasn't the purpose. So like they did it right. But mm-hmm. disappointment other than the Hulk. Let's yeah. hear Will's take. Yeah, I well. want to hear Will's. Uh, all right, so I effectively had three DMP rests. <laughs> you know, so oh, remember, deep. you remember I chose Hawkeye and Ant Man on my oh. teams. Oh. So that means, so that I means next take. time, next time they show up in the playoff games, basically as rookies. You know, doing their Ben yeah. Simmons, you know, and Ant-Man. they're just like, come in, guns do remember, blazing. Do you remember ready. the 16 playoffs when Steph Curry came back against Portland and had the moment where he hit his, it's like, that's right, I'm back moment? Ant Man's gonna have that. Man, yeah, but then I had. I had uh, Iron Man and Thor anyway, so so mm-hmm. my guys almost almost won with just two guys out there, you know. You survived, which is really huge already. Uh-huh. Okay. I had uh Hulk, Spider Man, Gamora, Vision, and Doctor Strange, so <laughs> I got I got one guy. <laughs> the rest of them were pretty pretty rough. Uh, not not right. too good out there. Right, but right. you know they they th- they tried their best. They they mm-hmm. gave it their all. Also, I think I think the Spider-Man take was that like he was useless. He held his own. I he think oh, he, he deserves more credit Yo, than he we helped gave get him. Really, Squidward dude. Sorry. He helped get rid of the Squidward dude. That was yeah. the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He knows yeah. more movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was a dope. That was that was a great moment. Yeah, also, I. Can I just yeah. Fuck Star in this movie. Uh, yeah. He. Half the fucking universe? Yeah, he like, did. Entire Star Lord's fault? Like nobody else's, in fact. Entirely his fault. Oh yeah, Star Lord fucked up. No. Because, yeah. Wait, you're it, saying when he like exactly punched... when he punches Thanos, he wakes him up, and half the universe dies as a direct result of that action. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah, man. He, he, he also killed. Could have killed Gamora. No. Uh, I want to hear Nietzsche's response because her happen. mic isn't that responsive right now, and I don't want you guys to talk over her. Sure. What? Your mic is really, really low. Oh, my B. But <laughs> my biggest point is that he... Okay, so they had you kind of believing that the Guardians couldn't follow a plan through all the way, right? So, like, they had them going left when they were supposed to go right, and they couldn't really, like, listen to each other, and they wouldn't even come in to listen to Tony's plan and shit. So when they were finally executing that final plan that Dr. Strange was like, I've seen all the scenarios, and now when Thanos comes, they needed to get the gauntlet. 
And Mm -hmm. I like in that moment, you're kind of led to believe that like, that's the plan. And they had choreographed it so perfectly. where like, Peter Parker is flying and going magic, magic, which is also just a really cool moment. He goes, magic, more magic, more magic. (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. And like Drax comes in and slashes him right away and then runs away. And I'm like, shit, like they really, he ran them through the exact scenario that they had to do. So then Mm -hmm. you're made to believe that Peter fucked all that up. But in reality, Peter was supposed to mess it up because like he knew Dr. Strange knew that Thanos had to win for them to eventually win. Right. So like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. Peter didn't fuck anything up in my mind. I actually think that that was supposed to happen. And that's why Dr. Strange was like, here's the stone because he wasn't giving the stone to save Tony. We know that he said at Mm -hmm. the very beginning, I wouldn't do that for you. So like, I, I don't think he fucked anything up. I'm not holding shit against Quill. Yeah. Also, yeah, like these characters who disappear, at least on Titan, might Mm -hmm. have the idea that they're going to come back anyway. Like, you can't say that for Earth because they don't know what's going on. But like Strange might have laid this out as like, this is the plan, but we're going to figure out how to bring it all back anyway. I don't think so. I was talking to somebody about that today and they're like, why wouldn't Doctor Strange just say something? I don't think that like Peter and people like that would have reacted. Also, because that changes. That's that's, a fair point. Yeah. Then it's no longer the one time it works. It's like the whole, uh, what is like the Heisenberg uncertainty principle that like observing something Mm -hmm. changes it. Right. McKay, am I right? You know, yes, physics. you are correct. Yes, that mm-hmm. like that, to know that like, that's going to happen changes the outcome. Well, okay, so I, I thought about that um, because it's random who gets chosen. Like it could be the surprise, like oh, it was me. But like more like that, one of you or any one of us could be affected by this. Well, no. So I think I don't. Okay, so I don't think so. I think that I agree with that. Like whatever theorem, butterflies. I'm going to call it the butterfly effect because mm-hmm. that's the stupid people, um, is he can't tell Tony because Tony needs to really believe that Spider-Man died in his arms. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. okay. So, like, that's why I kind of believe it. And in terms of the randomness, he saw, what, 14, over 14 million different scenarios. Which is so crazy. He, yeah. He really had to plan it out perfectly. Maybe mm-hmm. even the amount of time that he, they kept him on that planet just fighting him for him to, like, for that random... I don't know, that random sequence to have killed all of them except for Tony. Does that make mm. sense? Mm-hmm. Like, he can't yeah. control that. I know that that's, like, a reach, but I think if you're looking at that many different scenarios, then maybe you can make the case that he saw all the different ways and all the different people that could have died. Is right. this a super Coulson move, where instead of avenging one death, they have to avenge half the universe now? Holy, if Coulson comes back because of this shit, I'm gonna... No. No, no he's no. not coming back. No. Oh, what? Because, like, that's my biggest with the tv universe mm-hmm. so just that reminded me sorry that has nothing to do with also as i always <laughs> like to point out that is only the case in agents of shield the rest of the tv universe he's still dead i think so um okay. yeah like the netflix shows i still will stand up for those but yeah um yeah i just want to let's move on to uh i don't know shit uh favorite line <laughs> i don't really remember sure. a lot of lines um uh, yeah i made sure i at least um covered some of them so i'll go first with this category jake uh-huh. um it, it like honor honorable mention um just a, i'll add a funny one because there's so been so many dark so much dark stuff in here um well what you call it when peter and, and tony meet for the first time uh, peter goes i'm gonna ask you this one time where is gamora tony goes yeah i'll do you one <laughs> yeah. better who is gamora drax i'll do you one 
Ayes Gamora. <laughs> and, and that one was that that one was really that one was really funny. I think the most the most chilling line is and Nitz uh, talked about it earlier uh, after after Thanos stabs Tony in the stomach with mm-hmm. with his own with his own weapon and he goes and he 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 lays him he sits Tony down he takes his hand and puts it on his head sits Tony down and just looks him in the eye and he goes Stark you have my respect I hope the people of Earth will remember you and it's just so chilling. Uh, you know, and like a movie where we where we felt Thanos' presence from the beginning, it was just such a crazy, crazy situation that. And then, of course, the way that he delivers that line just, you know, brought chills, brought chills to me. So I'll go with those couple. Uh, I was also, say, also this might just this might just be my headcanon, but Tony's definitely saved on purpose because Thanos respects him. Like that's my headcanon, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. I think it's totally random yeah um, maybe but yeah but anyway i was just gonna say that just because i don't really remember funny lines just because i don't know that's me but yeah mm-hmm. i definitely the one i laughed at the most probably was uh when they're talking about footloose is, is it still the best movie ever <laughs> and then it was never the best movie ever uh just because i love that question it's so it just like reminds you oh yeah peter was like nine when he left earth of course he thought footloose was the best movie ever made <laughs> <laughs> that was good um i have uh, yeah like i i think find your lines kind of just hit me uh at the end nick fury getting cut off halfway saying mother yeah <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> yeah. i like that um and then one again it's it's pure just spider-man fanboying but <gasps> i really like when and it's corny but he says how can i be a friendly neighborhood spider-man without a neighborhood yeah and that one was my favorite is it great because like i i think it just so perfectly captures that character for me totally. just like saying things like that because for one thing it's corny he doesn't really make sense but it's like it's another kind of turn on the like with great power comes great responsibility but like it makes sense coming from a teenager like kind of said that way so i like that I think I think mine was uh was Thor when he's doing the old uh he's on the ship with everybody and he says the name of the planet and uh and Rocket says you made that up and he said all words are made up <laughs> deadpan one line all words are made up I like I like, yeah, uh, I like story. Groot is an elective <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh. Can we nod to Rabbit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so such a good bit throughout the movie, and yeah. every like I thought that I would get bored of it, and I think he said it like at least five or six times where he showed <laughs> Rabbit, and I laughed every time. <laughs> yeah. And like Rocket didn't say shit about it other than the first time. He let it happen. He just went along with Rabbit, and I fucking loved it. Um, mm-hmm. Other than the nod, obviously, you guys kind of picked some amazing lines. I don't fully remember how this went, but at the very end, Thanos snaps a finger um, and he goes and he sees little one, right? Gamora. Mm-hmm. He's like, did you do it? He says, yes. And then what did she say? Like, what did you have to lose in order? I can't remember. He says everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really great. And then obviously like when he's teaching her how to, this is grim when he was teaching her how to balance the night. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah. Those- look away little one and just turns mm-hmm. her head while they he kills her entire plan i was like mm-hmm. cool. um i was gonna say that uh 
another line I liked a lot was the I am Groot. I am Steve Rogers. <laughs> yes, he was so yes, sincere. He was so uh, uh, anyway, um let's just power That's through meeting the, an alien. Yeah, 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 let's power through the other categories. Favorite scene, this is big because there are a lot of scenes. Uh you yeah. can pick anything as big as small, whatever. Will Brown. Well, you've seen it twice. What's your favorite scene? Uh my favorite scene both times was uh, was basically Thanos crying those thug tears <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. before he threw Gamora off. I was trying to figure out how can Gamora not know that Thanos loves her. Right. You know, from from the beginning. Each actually each of those scenes where it's just him and her, you know, when she mm-hmm. was a child, uh when they were going to go get the the soul stone and after he snapped his fingers, you know, the chemistry between those two was was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mine specifically it was the, I I I think it would be unfair to pick the Battle of Wakanda, but specifically the bits with Okoye, Black Widow, and Scarlet Witch, where at first they're That's protecting cool. Scarlet Witch, and then when she does the thing where like she takes like the big like wheels that like of like with like blades <laughs> on them, and you like that is like. I think I actually might have said, and this is not even a word I use. I just said in my breath, "Oh, that's so ill." I like it. Just is like <laughs> it just is like, oh, that was so cool. Um, and I, like I said, I'm really glad that they let Scarlet Witch be as powerful as she could be, because like to be able yeah. to control matter with your mind is like a super OP superpower, and I'm glad that they let mm-hmm. that be the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the choreographed uh, battle on Titan. I like yes. Um, just, I mean, obviously it doesn't work out for them, but just how it goes and all the pieces, I, I think it's one of those ones where, uh, cause like with the battle of Wakanda, like so much is going on and everyone's kind of separated doing their own thing here. You got to see a lot of, of a lot of superheroes fight together and like just how separate, I just love how it's put together. Right. Yeah, that's mine, too. That's mine, too. But simply because you get to see all the team, the different types of teamwork at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then you can see how how ego could, you know, make a situation change. And then and what you call it, them finding out that uh, Thanos killed Gamora completely changed the game. So, like, at the time, obviously, knowing what was what was going to happen there, it was so, so fascinating to watch. And then, of course, you get to see Spider-Man in his in his Iron Spider suit at his very best, Iron Man in his suit at his very best, mm-hmm. and um, everybody played their role. It was a really dope scene, definitely my favorite. Totally agree. Totally agree. That, that the scene on Titan was so good. Yeah. Um, Could you guys say that I it was, that- it was uh, an attack on Titan? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Much better movie, though. Yeah. Uh, Battle of Wakanda. Mm-hmm. When, okay, not the entire Battle of Wakanda, if we're being real, but when Thor came down to Earth, we talked about yeah. that. I could watch that on loop over and over. Mm-hmm. And then when Groot and um, Bucky, or not Groot, sorry, Rocket and Bucky kind of like. Yeah, you got that like, moment. How much for the gun? How much for the arm? Yeah, that, yes. Like, those two McKay was right. McKay predicted yeah. that. Yeah. Hey. McKay said, I want to see Bucky and Ra- Rocket meet because I want to see Rocket try to get Bucky's arm. <laughs> yeah. That was dope, too. <laughs> I'll get that arm. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> Good. 
Uh, you know what, Jake? I'll recut when that movie comes out, that Thor scene with Immigrant Song Yeah, I really think that really... I, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that, because like, that would have been amazing if they did that. Um, I, can't, mm-hmm. I imagine the music rights might be too expensive, but it's also like Infinity War, so what are you saving money yep. for? Um, also, can I just talk about... A- anyone else be like... have the, the I think everyone who saw this movie had the exact same moment of... Is that Peter Dinklage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was dope too. I'm glad they got it. Like it was, that was cool. Um, I, I think it's awesome how like he did no press or anything like that. Like it obviously it was not, it was not quite Matt Damon and Interstellar levels of whoa. They got some, but it was definitely like huge. Well, they did say he was in it, but just no one knew what he was gonna. Oh, really? I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know either. Yeah, but I forgot that. I knew he was in it when he showed up, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, randomly. Sure. Randomly, I want to give a shout out. It's not even a line, but for that extra long silence after the uh, kicking names and taking ass, <laughs> that, that long silence, I was just like, okay. All right, everybody had to process that. Like, oh, the okay. look on Tony's face was hilarious. <laughs> the look like, on that- fuck am i partnered up with right now <laughs> drax so drax nod of approval yeah like yes yeah, nailed it got it <laughs> so let's move on to the last category before we get to final thoughts guys there was a stanley cameo in this movie how intrusive uh, was it awful <laughs> i stand for the stanley cameo all the time i thought it was just like what was his line even it was like have you guys never seen a spaceship or alien something and i'm like yes i was like nah shut up just just drive the bus like, <laughs> so i don't know not disruptive but just bad like could have given him a much better line i mean i yeah. said what i wanted it to be in the last pod that i wanted it to be his last one and I, they gave no indication that that's the case so i'm disappointed yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same you here. wanted him to dissipate would that would would that would have been oh, yo, that would have been yeah. so sick. That would have been, <laughs> that would have been ill. He just goes. What Holy if he's shit. when he goes? Yo, someone tap yo. me right the next one. Oh my yeah. god, that would have been so much better. I know. Yeah. yeah. I think it's also another case of um, the character wasn't the problem. It's just that Stanley is not an actor. Like, he can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I mean, glad it was early. Yes. Yeah, and, and, and yeah just, they got it, it out was, of the way. It was hidden behind like Spider Man's introduction, which it was cool. So at least there's yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. They they should just <laughs> probably put put him up on a billboard. Just put him on billboards or random pictures, man. Mm-hmm. I don't <laughs> need to see it. Make it harder to find. Make it a game, you know. Yeah, yeah. Actually, speaking about cameos, it's one that I had to look into after the fact because I saw it in the credits. But there's an Arrested Development reference in the film. Yeah, I don't know where is it. So I'm gonna ha- like I'll have to check when we watch it back. But at the scene with the collector, one of the collector's new items apparently is Blue Man Tobias. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. So keep an eye out for that. I mean, that it- does make sense because uh, um, Joe and Anthony Russo were the directing producers yes. of yes, Rest Development. Right. Yes. They love those like random Easter eggs, like uh, yeah. Usually it's community ones. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, because they, they, yeah. yeah, they, they actually, yeah, they think they were just the main directors on Rest Development. They had a much more bigger, a bigger hand in Community, which is why they tend to reference that more. But yeah, uh... mm-hmm. but yeah, look for that on your next viewing. I, I figured this would be a big one for Jake at least. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was good on as far as the the Stanley thing. Just to say, it was not. Mm. You know what? Like, I'm just like Jake said. I'm glad that out of the way early, and it was not a part of anything uh, monumental, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to say the least. Yep. At least he was human. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right. like, so much space shit going on. At least, at least they kept him human. All right, guys. What? Let's just go to final thoughts. Some specific things. Uh, we talked about the big picture stuff, but if you were some notes you might have lying around. Um, cause I think a lot of we, a lot of the stuff that happens in the movie, I think can be lost with how monumental mm-hmm. the ending is. So like, yeah, what are some final thoughts you have that you, like, we didn't get to talk about? Okay. I'll go oh. first with this. Um, one, I think for a fact that I think we're going to still, like I said in the pre-pod, I still think we're going to get it. I think we're going to get Tony retiring at the end of, um, Avengers four. Um, mm-hmm. and I think, I think obviously mentioning a wedding with Pepper I, I'm guessing that hopefully with a happy ending, they'll get to that part. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that was interesting that we didn't get in this movie, and uh, Nitz referred to it earlier, um, not when we were chatting, but earlier, um, we did not get a Tony and Steve uh, reunite or I know. Uh, what you call it, yeah. conversation of any sort. So their arc, that- like their, we're not getting an ending until their arc comes back together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So however that right <laughs> exactly however that plays out is going to be really fascinating and then of course defeating Thanos I don't think defeating Thanos will necessarily mean killing Thanos so how they try to tell that story in the next movie um, is going to be really interesting to watch but overall this film was awesome I, I enjoyed the hell out of it and I can't wait to see it again and try and absorb more from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, one thing, Star-Lord uh, doing something that I think a lot of people were ripping on the Thanos look for, uh, calling him a scrotum face. Yep. Uh, that, that, I, I, like, I like that they were owning up to it. That, like, that's, that's a good move. Um, also, we talk about all these deaths, and I think the one that we all kind of predicted that didn't happen is Captain America still lives. Yeah. Captain America still lives, and further, all the people that we thought would succeed him, like Bucky... Falcon, like yeah. they're gone. So, right. like he he lives and his heirs are actually disappeared. So that, like, I mean, kudos to them for making that happen. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen by four, but yeah, that was an interesting move. Um, hundred percent. I think it's cool that they kept all the original Avengers together or like alive, for mm-hmm. what it's worth. So basically, everyone that we predicted dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, in ter- again, like, my biggest thought, and Anthony brought this up, is until we get that Tony, Steve arc together, we're not, there's not going to be a resolution to this. And I think one of them dies in that resolution. I think, again, that just goes back to that line that we reference a lot is, we'll do it together, and what if we lose, we'll do that together, too. Right. But like, if anything gets reversed, I still do think we're getting more deaths out of the people that are left now. Um, I agree. Only, only other thought, because I know that people are going to, like, nitpick this. Don't is, say it. Um, yeah. No one is. Okay. So, mm. they, obviously, it's a two-hour and 40-minute movie. He has to get six Infinity Stones. You're going to have to rush some things without feeling rushed, which I think 
this movie did an unbelievable job of the way yes. that they put up all the different battles, the way that they made the soul stone a quick scene, but like they brought in the red skull, they brought in, um, and they made him like kill the only thing that he loved to get it. Mm-hmm. Everything was perfect to do that though. They had to cut out so many lines. And like, I think I don't mean to play this card, but I'm just going to say it. The women in the film outside of Gamora and Scarlet Witch got like maybe five lines and like a couple of side eyes. They were still badass, mm-hmm. but it's not, it wasn't mm. even about them. Steve Rogers barely got any lines. So like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's again, like biggest nitpick. Like, All of Black Panther's lines were from the trailer. It feels like yeah, Black Panther didn't really get any lines. Bucky didn't really get any lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically a lot of them just didn't get lines, but I know that while that's a nitpick, it's also kind of like a way to go Marvel because you spent 10 years building up all these characters. I yeah. thought, I was trying to think back to like what Scarlett Johansson said at all. And I was like, shit, she literally had maybe like five words in the movie, but I still felt her presence because like, I know everything about mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So <laughs> nitpick and ode. So all of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I definitely think that nitpick's fair. I mean, I think, some of the characters, like, I'm not saying I agree with this, but maybe the argument could be made that it's an Avengers film, so some of the Avengers, some of the non-Avengers didn't have as big a part, but, like, it still feels kind of bad. The other thing I'd say is, like, it's so unclear the extent of the Infinity Stone's power, but it's so clear that it's, like, insanely powerful, so I don't understand how the battle on Titan lasted more than two seconds. Like, I feel that it way. really yeah, I shouldn't have at all. Like, it should have been instantly... What about I'm that? sorry? What if he was in mourning? Potentially, but like, still, uh, that doesn't. I don't think that affects your ability to use the time stone because he still are the stones he has because he still did use those stones. He uses the reality stone at the beginning to show what Titan used to look like, and then doesn't use the reality stone at all in the fight to change. Like he fucking unraveled them, the Guardians earlier, and then doesn't do any of that when they're all fighting. Yeah, and like, even and not even just the yeah. power. I want to know what he has to do in order to use them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if I they could, like, I somehow explain how he's like, oh, they're taking away his ability to use the reality stone. But yeah. Um, well, it's closing his fists, right? So yeah. I think that was part of it, that they constantly tried to throw him off by him not being able Maybe. to concentrate and close his fists. So, I again, it's like one of those things that I think I need to rewatch to really make sense of it. But I think the idea is keep his hand open the whole time, and that was kind of throwing him off, so he wasn't completely on his game. Mm-hmm. All right, so, so some of my takeaways, you know, it, it was nice to see Shuri taking mm-hmm. um, Banner Banner to school. Yes, I can't wait yeah. until I can't wait until Stark, you know, actually gets a hold of her, and we and we can actually see what's going to happen. No, 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 no. Now, when she gets a hold of Stark. Oh, okay. uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I mean, all right. Now, now we all know that these Infinity Stones are are all powerful, and and you're in charge of the universe and all of that good stuff. But there has to be something better than bubbles. You know, you're, you're shooting bubbles, you're shooting bubbles out of gun. You're turning violent stuff into bubbles. And I was like, okay, all right. Well, if, if that's the choice they made. That feels like something that comes like from the comics themselves. Like he he would do that sort of stuff to them, like mm. really ridiculous ways of diminishing their power and ability. Mm. Yep. Got you. And then and then I got I got some Lion King vibes from uh from Thanos. I feel like he was looking over the Pride Lands at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, as, you know, just just looking over over his work. And, and one of my guys, Darren, 
on Twitter at djohn90, you know, really summed it up for me. It was like this week we lost one of our favorite rappers and then all of our heroes. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we lost Kanye and 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 you know, a lot of heroes this week. <laughs> all right, so Funny. I uh, I really I really don't have that many takes, but my thing is I just wonder like uh, I I. I I'm curious to see what like the world would be like. Uh, I I wanted to see more of the regular world following half the people disappearing. Like obviously we see the little tidbit, mm-hmm. but like I would like to see some big shots of destruction, yada yada yada. Also, this is yeah. just because I at my heart am somewhat my natural state of liking a movie is a whimsical romantic comedy. So I was a little bit disappointed <laughs> that there was no real interaction between uh, Black Widow and the Hulk. Because, like, that seemed like that. Yeah. And I imagine there will be in four. Not just because, like, I ship them or whatever, but very clearly their relationship is a thing. And so I wanted yeah. to get fleshed stairs, out. And yeah. she had a smirk. That was it, yeah. Um, and... He was gone for two and a half years or some shit. Well, yeah, right. but but we still... No, but no, my point is, but he... Her f- talking is the thing that got him out of being the Hulk for two years. So, at least for him, she still very clearly means something. Like, that's what... That, yeah. it, I, I, I want to see that explored because I think that... uh. I don't know, honestly, because m- relationships in movies make me feel warm inside. That's why. It's not from a, right. I think it needs to happen. Uh, well, at least done. we got that a little bit with Peter and Gamora, and I know uh-huh. you had talked about in previous pods yeah. that we hadn't yep. gotten that. Yeah. So. I thought that immediately, yeah. Yeah, that was um, really nice. Sorry, uh, one other thing, because uh, just Nitz was talking about like how they balance all the characters and everything. I was very impressed in how they balance the tones. Uh, one thing I read in a review, and I, I completely agree with, is Every time you go to a different spot, it feels like you're watching a mini version of that movie. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to space, it feels like you're watching Guardians of the Galaxy. When you go to Wakanda, it feels like you're watching part of Black Panther. And just how they balance it all together yeah. while still merging everything, I thought it was very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wanted to say the same thing because I had a similar thought when I was getting excited for Defenders. I was really worried how it was going to mix all the tones of the, mo- the shows together. And I think they did an okay job of that, even though that show's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think this movie did it so well where like mm-hmm. you feel everybody's every character's tone and then they like blend together so well mm-hmm. when they start mixing. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh anyway, we actually do have to wrap up because unlike the even unlike the movie, we cannot go on for two hours and forty minutes. Uh <laughs> I wanna thank everyone here. I want first wanna thank Robin Lumberg for coming in with his takes. But also one thing I do yeah, have I, I put out on Twitter to email me a voice memo of you giving takes um, and uh, giving your takes. And I didn't get that many, so I extended the deadline, which means that I'm just going to say, here I'm going to embed, if there are any good takes, they're going to go here. And if none of the takes are good, then there's just going to be a little bit of silence where you can, anyone who sent in a take can think to themselves, wow, what did I do wrong that my take wasn't good? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, um, another take that I did got right, like, the ending scene where he's uh, where he's sitting at the farm of the sunset where he gives that fucking uh, ugly ass smirk he has at the end. Um, the whole the whole scene at the lake where uh, he's where he's talking to Baby Kimura and uh, she asks whether he's uh, whether he achieved what he wanted to and uh, what he had lost and uh, Thanos replies with everything. I mean, has it been proven or has it been shown that Thanos himself? could not like could have been one of those could have been one of the half of the population that disappeared like does him having all six stones prevent him from that or 
what if he managed to sacrifice himself too? Like, what if he ends up in, or he ends up where the half population ends? Like, so like assuming like the half isn't really technically dead, but they've dusted away, they've disappeared. And so Thanos is one of those, one of one of the half of the population that disappeared. Maybe he's the one, in a way of bringing himself back and self sort brings in the rest of the people or some of them or they cling along. I don't know. So even last night when I left the movie, I walked away, you know, realizing that it cannot be a coincidence that all of the superheroes who are still alive um, are the original Avengers. Of course, this is assuming um, that Hawkeye is still alive somewhere and was not um, killed when Thanos snapped his fingers. But I'm feeling like based on the hints that they've dropped and his story arc in um, Avengers 4, I, I would assume that either his wife or one of his kids disappeared with the, the snap, but um, that can't be a coincidence whatsoever. I, I don't necessarily know what that means and whether or not, you know, with the way that Doctor Strange set it up, it's because, you know, like people have speculated, they have to go back and fix this from the beginning, from when Loki first comes into New York as um, an agent of Thanos with the scepter and to retrieve the Tesseract. So, um, you know, I'm thinking maybe that's what it is. But anyway, I want to thank everyone who sent in a take. I want to thank uh, Will Brown. Will, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Blunt Because I Care. Six five, the three is an E, and then I'm usually the six man off the bench for the for the black to black uh, podcast on mm-hmm. count the dings. Performs well. Mm-hmm. Uh, neat. You can find me at Nitz Bluv. I'm N I T Z B L U V. You know, I tweet a lot. Uh, <laughs> McKay. You can find me on Twitter at Apollo2Aries and some games I've made on itch.io. If you just look up McKay Giller. Jerome. You can find me at Black Dragon Roll, and uh, I made a mini cameo on uh, the Count of Dings Friday mailbag, so check that out also. Anthony. AC Spotlight 95. I also made a cameo on this uh, mailbag, and it featured a very interesting conversation about the Marvel Cinematic Universe with <laughs> one big was. Uh, and I imagine he's not a fan. Uh, oh, he's not a fan. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter at the J Christie. Listen to my other podcast, Sword of History. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, this is guys. This is it. This is this was the whole thing. This was the whole get We're to done. Infinity War. This is Infinity War. So we made uh, it. We did it. Yeah, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and uh, yeah. Uh, see you later. I guess. Bye bye. <laughs>
Um, well, this was fun. A couple months mm-hmm. doing this uh, Marvel Cinematic University stuff. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting because I think we've we started something really special. And January 26th was the first episode that came out. And just a couple of months later, I can't believe that we're done. Yeah, I can't believe that we're finished. It just feels so weird and so final. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I guess I'll see you guys on Twitter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess, I mean, when, when Avengers 4 comes out, I guess we can come back together. But, um, yeah, until then. Yeah. Oh, man, I just feel like... Are you sure that there's not more that we could do? Uh, I don't know. Wait, I... wait. Uh, hold up, guys. I'm, I'm... Okay, this is weird. I'm, I'm getting a, a beep from my beeper right now. 